Minneapolis. And I'm Karen Wright. It is 9.32, and we're going to have our Master Gardener segment with Barb Lampson coming up. And uh, going to talk about a number of different things you can do outside, and one of them is pruning. And we say, well, pruning, now it's cold. There's snow outside. But the thing with pruning is you want to do it when the trees are dormant because then uh, you won't have the insects and other things out there that will infect them. So the best thing to do is to prune your trees now. And so that's something I'm going to be doing and going outside. And Barb just came here. Barb and I were dealing with a plant emergency in the building. And she was, uh, somebody just down the hall had some plants and they were having little bugs. Apparently somebody brought in a plant that they didn't isolate before uh, bringing it and introducing it to the rest of the area. And that office area is now infested with some kind of a little... Uh, it looks like a little some fruit fly. Fruit fly that obviously came in on some soil yes. on a new plant that someone brought in. And that's the thing. If you bring something new in, you should isolate it to yes. make sure it's not going to infect everything else. Because this person, they're beautiful plants. They're some of the spider plants that you and I have had uh, raised, Barb, in the, the building and given out. And now they're... Um, obviously, invasive. <laughs> they're invasive, and I'm worried about because we've got a lot of other plants around here, and yes. you have secluded them in some plastic bags. Right, and uh, just to get them out of the building, and then uh, you're going to take them home, put them in isolation, and see. Uh, it's very possible that, uh, um, you know, if you keep washing them, use soapy water, wash them, uh, you'll you'll get them but the thing of it is they lay eggs in the soil and then you so you'd have to continue to do that so the best thing is to decide um is this worth the effort well they are spider plants and spider plants are very easy to grow so this might be one of those cases where i say you know i'm going to cut my losses i don't want to deal with it Um, but however i've got my beautiful bird of paradise down the stairwell and i'm hoping they don't get there because the last thing i want is something like that a a plant that costs fifty dollars well mine i got it for five because i got a deal but i'm just saying there are some plants or you've had for many many years that are just gorgeous and you say i'm not ready to give up on you so Yes, yes. She's either, what is it they say, um, cut or switch bait or something? Oh, yeah, fish or cut bait. Fish yeah. or, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and and the thing of it is, uh, with, a, with a plant like this, uh, 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 so often we, we get... Um, we think, oh, I've nurtured this, and I like this, and and okay, so I'm gonna okay, I'll get rid of the plant, I'll recycle the soil. Don't do that. Get the soil out of the house too. Would you put it in your compost? I would. I yeah, would because they, they'll freeze the whatever the eggs that are in there. Yeah, right. Oh, I just spread it out there, and then make sure you clean the pot out right, very good right. with maybe a one part bleach to nine parts yeah. water. Yep, yep. That's always uh, that's always a, a a good precautionary thing to do, and. Uh, you have to take that seriously because when you love plants, um, I think I counted 28 plants that I have in my house. So if there's anything flying around that doesn't belong there, believe me, um, I'm out scouting. She's on see. patrol. Well, we yes. even talk about that in the summer. You should be scouting your plants all the time yep. because by the time sometimes you see some of the damage, it's kind of later on, later on uh, when these little things are yes. already maybe under the leaves doing their little work. Yes, yes, that, that that is so true. Well, you know, I just thought maybe we could mention the snowstorm on Monday because it's an event when you have 12 plus in, 
uh, inches of snow and you're home and you're comfy and cozy. And I always think... I was at work, Barb. I'm an essential employee, so I'm good for you. I'm <laughs> sorry to hear that. But for those of us who have a choice, it's like um, I should do something special today because this is a message that we should just slow down and enjoy nature. And so <clears throat> I was watching the snow come down, and, and it was very hard to see with the drifting in that. And, and, and I thought... I'm going to do some work on my garden for 2018. I'm going to start drawing up my plan. Ah, good point. Good time to do that. And to do that, I had to start reading. Because one of the things I want to do in my garden this year, I want to raise squash. Now, several years ago, I did raise squash. I had the squash bore. I had problems. I got disgusted and said, I'm switching to sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes, but now I've decided I also love squash a lot more. Well, I do too, but I've had the same problem where I've had the squash borer, and before really they got anywhere, I think I got two squash off of a vine, and then the squash borer, you know, they died. So that's something that's in the soil too, and I know one of the things when you plant a garden, uh, it's good to have it down on paper, so I've put mine on a graph paper, kind of draw it out. Yes. And you don't want to put plants in the same place where they were last year because if those squash borers were there or if, uh, if you had some tomato blight or something sure they're going to be in that same area so right. you're going to make sure with your plan look at it from the year before or hopefully if you done you remember and then move things around and here's something i have learned from experience um it may look like um if the requirement is full sun so you need at least six hours of sunlight. You think, oh, yeah, they're going to get lots of sun here. This is the great, great spot. And then the thing that you planted next to it becomes taller. Or you put up a trellis or an arbor for your pole beans to grow on or your tomatoes, and they're blocking the sun. They're a big shade. In fact, for my, my container, well, at my um, raised bed gardens, Barb, I always put the pole beans on the north side because then that way they're on the back end of the garden the rest of the stuff in front will still get light because they can get over six to eight feet tall and and one of the things i do with when i've got i vine my cucumbers up in the air and the beans and then i always plant the green uh the lettuces and the spinaches close and hey i just i want it well, I'll save that for a moment. I just wanted to say two squash that I decided I'm going to give one of these a try. And the thing I was looking for was days to maturity. Uh-huh. You don't want to wait until the frost hits before you, something's ripe. So I looked at um, uh, this one squash, and it's called Honey Bear. You've heard of it. I grow honey bear. I love honey bear. That is my favorite all-time squash. They are, they're basically acorn squash, but they're small, and so they're like a serving size. So uh, this summer, I had my planted and had two on it because, well, I didn't plant that many squash, but then I got the borer. But let me tell you, they are the sweetest, tastiest, and they're just cute because they're the uh, one serving size, 
and you will be so happy. And they're an All-American selection. Yes, uh, they were the 2009 All-American mm-hmm. selection. That's why I so started doing So that was them. important to me. And then 83 days to maturity. Right. And it also says that you can start the seeds at home and transplant them. No, I've never done that. I've always started them in the, the soil. I'm going to do that because I'd gain some days, and, sure. and maybe that would be wise. And then uh, one pound, it said they, they average about one pound in size. Oh, they're cute, yeah. And, and I don't want something... I want it for one meal. And that's so, what they are perfect right. for. I don't want any leftovers from that. So I found that. And that's also, uh, it's a bush plant. Right. It, it it won't vine all over. So I thought that was good. And that's for when you're doing a raised bed, you have limited space. So that's one of the reasons I chose it as well, because it's bush. It doesn't vine eight, ten feet out. Right. So it sounds good there. I'm going to watch that. So stay tuned. We'll see. And then uh, uh, Delicata or Delectica. Um, it's a green and white squash. It's uh, very good. That. It's a squash that tastes like a sweet potato. Okay, so oh. I ha- think that this would be worth doing. Uh, they have two this year. There, there was the old one, which was uh, a climber. This one this year is a bush type. So that wouldn't take a lot of space. Here's the drawback. Um, it weighs three pounds. But, you know, maybe t- three pounds. It's a little bigger. Uh, yeah. yeah, you think of three pounds of butter. That's that's a bit much, isn't it? You know, even if you take the seeds out on the inside, that's a bit much. And uh, it takes um, 95 days for that. That's so, a longer. You might want to start those inside. Y- yes, and and maybe I don't want to do that one at all. I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be wise this year. I'm gonna go around to the farmers markets and I'm gonna buy things by the name rather than squash is just squash. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna ask you know and make sure that and I'm gonna try them in advance and and I'll keep track of that and see you know and ask them how long it took for them to mature in that. So that's what I one of the things that I was doing on Monday. Well, I also was been in my catalog and I there was one day when Gurney's had a half off everything sale and and the deal was it was was half off without having to buy a certain amount. Usually it's like you buy $100 and you get $50. Well, this was like you could buy any amount. So I f- bought my yum yum peppers. Yes. Yum yum's peppers, they are absolutely my favorite. My husband loves them. They're they're like snacking peppers. So they're a little smaller. They're the sweet, very nice and sweet. And you you get uh, this assortment of seeds. Some are green, some are yellow, some are red, some are orange when they produce. And they're just just the most amazing uh, peppers. Although last year I ordered them from Gurney's. I didn't start them by seed soon enough. Well, actually, I forgot to get seeds. And and they're not available from anywhere but Gurney's that I found. Well, so last year I ordered plants. They were horrible, horrible plants. They all died, didn't make it, and I got my refund. But so this year I'm going to start seeds, and you and I are talking about maybe sharing some. Yes, and the other thing I, I thought that I would do for you, um, I uh, always start leeks from seeds, and um, I went around and here's the other thing. This was, of course, wasn't on Monday. This was on Tuesday. And I was checking at big box stores to see how many of these All-American selections I could buy there that were the current ones. And I didn't find anything that was on my list that I wanted. I did get some leek seed, so I've got that. And um, I'll be starting that early. Not until March, though. And uh, th- they're very easy to grow. They're a mild onion uh they do really well. Uh, by September, I'm digging them out of the garden, and I'm using them and making leek soup, which is very, very good. 
And the other thing I did when I was out running about was I bought a new gauge uh, for checking humidity in the house. Oh, okay. My old one died. And uh, I thought, oh, boy, this is going to be a big investment. This is going to be $20 or something like that. Okay, so right now I want to tell you, this gauge, which tells the temperature inside as well as the amount of humidity you have in the air, 5 bucks. Five. That's a great. Where did you get that online? or just, uh, No, I bought it at a big box store. Wow. And at, what I really like about this, you can either hang it or you can have it freestanding. And I'm using it freestanding, and I'm moving it from room to room. And it has five levels of comfort on it. So there's the dry. If you like to live like in a desert, it'll tell you where that's at. If you want to be comfortable dry, it'll tell you that. Ideal, which is between 40 and 45 degrees. Now, is this comfort for you or for the plants? Uh, This is for people. This isn't the plants. But what's good for me is also good for the plants and good for the furniture. And then there's um, uh, comfortable wet. I I can't imagine what that would be. And then wet. And you know what that's like. That's that's those really humid, humid days. So, no. But... uh, you know, if you've ever thought about this, that you ought to have a gauge that tells you both your temperature and your humidity, it it's it can be very cheap. Two-year warranty with this, $5. And wow, that's a really good deal. Yes, and so, of course, I've been playing with that. I've been taking it from room to room and from the plants. And, you know, the plants themselves uh, transpire and give right. off humidity. And so with this 20-some that are grouped together, they, the humidity is about 2%. Hot, two oh. points higher there than it is in other rooms. Overall, was it drier, or how did you find yeah, it? more humid. It's more humid. No, but I mean in your house in general. Uh, it, no, it was about ex- where, I, where I expected it to be, to be honest. It's in the 40s. Okay. So, and I also have... Uh, a humidifier for putting humidity oh, out. Do. So that's that's just a comfortable range. But it was interesting that when you get in the thick of the plants, it goes up a little bit. Well, have you, have you ever been in a cornfield in the middle of summer? You want to talk humidity. Woo! Yeah, right. Well, they really transpire, <laughs> and they're growing fast, too. Yes, that's right. Well, that's just a, a handy thing to have because we know that plants need to have humidity. So so think about that when you're out looking for uh, seeds in that. You can get... And this brand, by the way, was called uh, Lacrosse, La I believe. Oh, yeah, okay. Lacrosse. Just a really nice thing. So... And I just wanted to remind people that uh, this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, is the Orchid Show. That's the State Society. Up in St. Paul? Yes, and that's always at Como Park. It's in the conservatory there. It's just a fantastic place to go and talk about humidity. That is dripping wet now, in there. Now, have you gone there this year yet, or are you it, planning no, on it? No, it comes this weekend. It's this weekend. Set, and that's, it's Saturday and Sunday, just two days. Wow. So, uh, Better go. It, yes, it, take that in. The thing I like about it is uh, the... Como Park, the conservatory, they have their own orchids, and they have those all out, and they're in their their trees, you know, they have tropical trees, like they have the banana tree, they have the cocoa, cocoa bean tree, and, and citrus trees, and, and they have them growing naturally. They place them in there, so that's great. But then the society, the state orchid society, they bring in their plants, and those are arranged in groups, and they're also given um, awards for the best in class, and 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 they 
the theme for the whole show is um, uh, the celebration, the, uh, 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 what is it, the, uh, hmm, I can't I, even. I don't know. That the, uh, hmm, what do we, the, the, with the ice castle and everything. Oh, so, St. Paul Winter Carnival? The St. Paul Winter Carnival, It's a yes. part of that? You know what else is, Barb, on only two days is the St. Lee City Cat Show. That's going on at the same ah. time. And that's where I'm going to be, and that's in the St. Paul uh, River City River Center in Roy Wilkins Arena. So, um, you know, if I have a chance to sneak you out, could, you could I'd take like in to both. check yes. out that too. Yes. But yeah, I was going to say, come to the Cat Show at the Roy Wilkins Arena. Say hi to me and my kitties, Cleo and Storm, and yes. go check out the orchids. And usually, when they have those flower shows, they've got plants for sale that you can buy and they have breeders there yes, yes. and you'll get to, and they're from wisconsin and in in the area and uh they will show you the latest introductions and they will talk to you about what they need also the orchid society members are there and i like to spend time just talking to them talking to them about what they like about the orchids which ones they like and problems they've had and they usually tell me, once you start raising orchids, it can be very addictive. Well, it's like hostas. Like, I've got started with a few, and now I've got this collection that all have names. Yes. I've yes. got a wood burner kit, Barb, so I put those wooden stakes in, and I wood burn the names in the actual the That stakes. is a good idea. If you're going to have a lot of something, especially with hostas, you think you're going to remember, oh, but you soon forget. You don't know. Yeah. And, you know, there's a, another thing that's going on today and tomorrow, uh, February 1st and 2nd is the Blue Earth County um, uh, giveaway or uh, signing up for trees. Wait, February 1st and 2nd? That's mm. coming up next week. Oh, that's next yeah, weekend, next week, right? Yeah. I, I got us ahead of time here, don't okay, I? Okay, so signing and, up for trees? Yes, and this is the Southwest uh, uh, Conservation Department. So oh. you go in, and they're located at 1160 South Victory Drive. They have open house going on, and uh, you can you have to purchase these trees. But they're really reasonable, right? They are reasonable. They they list the shrubs, the uh, the trees they have, the conifers they have. Isn't it generally you have to buy a bunch though? You know, it's not like single. It seems to me you might want to call them and get more information. Their phone number is five zero seven three four five. 4744 and this is the tree days open house now do they give a website too that might be helpful? uh do they give a website they do there you can go to www.blueearthswedcd.org cd so, okay yep yep conservation department I'll bet yep that yep for, okay. that's what it is and you pay for those in advance some things that they have in bundles they have the the dogwood the purple lilac the red splendor crab apple, the sugar maple, black hill spruce. Those are bundles that they have if you're going to put in a windbreaker or something. Right, and generally that's, if you're in the middle of town and have a small plot, this is probably not for you. Right, but if you bought a cabin on the lake and and you may <laughs> need something, wouldn't it, maybe, maybe they've got something that you can grow on a hillside in that's short and small and I mean, those are the people to talk to, Karen. Right. My sister has done this before. She's in Wisconsin and from the conservation department, and she's got a, a property, and she's you, generally the trees are very small, so you've got to be willing to invest, and it'll take time. But, I mean, now that they get bigger, they're beautiful. Hey, speaking of trees, you know, I've always had my eye on that gold spire ginkgo. Oh, yes, right. And right. this is the certain ginkgo, and you cannot order it. I mean, it is just impossible because it's always out. And um, this is the one. It's a ginkgo, and you love ginkgos because I do. they're 
well, it's a diverse tree. It's um, so old. hardy. It's a, so, uh, it, Yes. What other tree has fan-shaped leaves? Right. It, it, they're beautiful. Yeah. And then they turn this beautiful yellow. Well, this gold spire is the one I want. It's it's like a column. So it kind of grows up like a little right. soldier. And I have had the hardest time, but this is actually from November. I got a, a note from this company because I tried to order it in the past. And of course, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. So this said, wanted to let you know we are taking pre-orders on gold spire ginkgos for the upcoming 2018 shipping season. This was back in November. We currently have 61 of these growing in number five gallon root pouches as a future crop. So, you know, there's certain things, if you really want them, you're going to yes. have to order. So I actually have ordered this way back in November. Right. And and where is it coming from? It's a Sooner Plant Farm. Um, and let's see, where is Sooner Plant Farm? Oh, I got to double check where they're actually at because... Um, it's do you have to go pick it up? No, no, no. This is this is through the mail. They're going to be shipping it. Yeah, because I mean, I know that the local nursery had uh, ginkgos, but not this particular yes, variety. Right. You know me. I sometimes I get stuck on I want a certain variety. Yes. Um, I'm not sure where I can't find where it is, but um, it's coming through the FedEx or somebody like that. Yeah, and, and hopefully it'll be in decent shape. Let's see. It's in northeastern Oklahoma. Wow. So hopefully and they just didn't they just have an earthquake in Oklahoma? Did they? I don't know. Maybe my trees. Maybe my trees. <laughs> I don't know. I have to find. But no, that's the thing. Even with catalogs, sometimes there are limited quantities of that's some right. things. And you'll you'll order and you'll be looking through the catalog and you go online to order. You'll say out of stock, out of stock. And a lot of people don't really care. But sometimes when you want to try something if, new. If it's going to be um, uh, a species type thing where this is going to be the highlight of your yard. Yeah. Or there's just a spot there. So, you know, why not get it? Um I, I think that's good. And most of these things come with a warranty. If you're not happy, they're going to replace it for you. And so that's good. You know, the, the catalog I was looking at for my squash, I was happy to see that no matter how many things you order, the total shipping price is one thing, two ninety five. You're kidding, because I just bought, uh, that's the other thing. I got those those plants for half price, but the shipping was, I don't know, was 12 bucks or something. Yeah, $2.95. That's a really good deal. Yes. So, so look at that and then read if there is a warranty. And I like the information that you can get when you sit and look in a catalog. You know, they're going to tell you maturity time. They're going to tell you disease resistance and if it's received any awards. All of that, I think, is so important. And if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Lately, I've been seeing in some of these, like, I don't know if it's called the Parade Magazine or what it is. They'll say, oh, this, you know, top your to- your neighbor, beat your tomato, your neighbor tomatoes. And they're just like, oh, these will be the best, the biggest, the greatest yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, I'm saying there is something to that. And a lot of times they're charging uh, you for a lot of hype. You know, um, I, I've noticed this, too, with uh, a bi- that uh, tomatoes, big people are going in for for size, and to me, size isn't important at all. Taste, I it's it's taste. It really disease is. resistance and and um, maturity time. Again, yes. you know, we would like to start getting tomatoes before uh, the end of August, or or them all coming on at one time the end of August. Now the celebrities they come on at the same time. They're a smaller tomato, but. I always can them. I want them all at one time. I want to do my job. I want to do this, and then I want to be done with that and pull up those vines. And that's something to look for, too. There's For tomatoes, especially, if you're buying tomatoes and you're like Barbie, let's say you want to can them all at once, you want to find a determinant that grows a certain 
height. Determinant means it's determined how big it's going to get. And then they'll produce them all versus indeterminate, like our favorite tomato berry, which just keeps producing and producing and producing and producing into the fall until right. finally, you know, a lot of them go to waste because you just can't keep up with them. Yeah. And you know, those, um, another thing that's important, especially with these little tomatoes, a lot of times when they're the most delicious, they crack. And so look yeah. in the uh, uh, the information whether they're they're resistant to that cracking because that's no good. You're cracking and then you get these fruit flies and things coming in. So not good at all. I wanted to make just a, a, a reference to it happens to be National Glaucoma Awareness Month. And glaucoma is a disease of the eyes and that's something that I happen to have. And uh, so if you haven't had your eyes checked for a while, uh, glaucoma is a silent disease. The pressure can be building, and you probably don't know you have it unless you go to the doctor and have it checked. And the first thing you know, you've lost part of your sight. So I remember they discovered my glaucoma just on a regular visit to the just my regular checkup, and I had it. I had no indication. My sight was fine. There's no no symptoms of any kind whatsoever. And that was about eight years ago. And uh, you take drops, and and now um, they're doing stints. So um, after. Um, this winter yet, uh, I'm going to take a look at getting stints for both of my eyes to drain the pressure. So, now, and, and veg vegetables and fruits are something that is such a great thing to get the appropriate vitamins to help with those kinds yes. of things. Yes, and you know what, Karen? I have done so much research on this whole there idea of a nutrition for the eyes, and one of the things I found out is these different vitamins and things that they recommend. Now, May, if it's something your doctor recommends, do that. Right. But for the most part, it's like anything else. Uh, if you're grow, if you're eating good green leafy vegetables, spinaches and lettuces and all those kinds of things, and you're growing them organically, oh my goodness, that's the best nutrition you can get for your eyes. Right. So, so prevention is part of what you can do, and sometimes you can't necessarily. But in your case, if you can. Go for it. Go for it. Hey, I want to mention before we go, we have coming up, save the date for this because this is going to be a great thing. On Saturday, February 24th, Spring Alive 7 is going to be taking place. It's a workshop uh, put on by the Minnesota River Valley Master Gardeners, of which we're a part of. And it's going to be Saturday, February 24th at South Central College. That's in North Mankato. It's open to the public, so it's a great thing. And $15. Yep, $15 ahead of time uh, if it's received by February 15th. Otherwise, I think it's 20 bucks at the door. And, uh, and well worth it. Yeah, and they've got some great door prizes, by the way. So that's one thing. But some of the, the speeches are great. There's going to be talking about how to get beneficial insects, predators, and parasitoids in your landscape. So th in this case, you're not trying to get rid of them. You're trying to bring nope. the good things in to get rid of the bad. So that's going to be a great one by Shane Bugeja, I think. And he's our new extension agent. Yes. yes. And also one, trees, pets, and people, a watershed approach to understanding urban water pollution and what we can do to make the water better for future generations by what we do in our own yard. And for yard. right now. Absolutely. Well, now, yeah. Yeah. In our own yards. These yeah. are things we can do. Right. Not, not 
not. We don't have to do any big construction or anything. Just better practices. And then another one is going to be Kathy Harum, is the past president of the Hosta Society. She's going to be discussing old and new hostas in the landscape, the top picks for 2018, as well as diseases currently threatening hostas and things you can do. And plus, like I said, all those great door prizes. Um, and you, if you are need, needing it, it, three hours of continuing education are available. But to do this, you can... Um, Get a form from, we've got them here at the station. Sure do. Otherwise, um, let's see, they don't have a Email them. Yeah, otherwise Mm -hmm. you can email to the Blue Earth extension. It's the extension that says MN, oh, it's kind of a weird email. It's um, M-N-E-X-T dash blue earth at umn.edu. Just just call them at. Yes, ask them how to register. 304-4325, that's 304-4325. 4325 or go to Minnesota Extension Office Extension.umn.edu and we hope to see you there. Barb and I will be there and this will be a great program. Again, that's Saturday, February 24th. It starts, well actually the registration 7:30 to 7:50 and the actual program starts at 8 o'clock and goes till noon. So it's a great deal. Good deal, Karen. We'll we'll be there with our yellow shirts on and we'll be taking questions and looking forward to it and there will be lots of informational stuff as well so cool thanks barb thanks karen all right time for me to move along here you are listening to a minnesota morning on kmsu radio 89.7 fm in mankato and kmsk 91.3 fm in austin online at kmsu.org broadcasting from the campus of minnesota state university mankato big ideas and real world thinking can this be right? The temp is now 45. It was supposed to get up to a high of 42. Now it says 45 and sunshine. Wow, that's warm. And 